0: He didn't really talk about Lighthouse because, (laughs) because the way the Tarkov community works is they're like, if Nikita's like, once streets come out, we're also gonna implement zombies. Everybody will just go, streets? You said streets, what about streets? Can I ask a question about streets? So he was like, we wanna put Lighthouse out between factory and streets. Everyone's like, streets, 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 streets. So we didn't talk about Lighthouse at all. Everybody, welcome to the podcast—the show dedicated to talking about all the poggers things in life—with a heavy focus on the first-person shooter *Escape from Tarkov*. I am one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam, and *Escape from Tarkov* content creator. And
1: uh, my name is Veritas, uh, and I'm a Tarkovaholic. Uh, I, I was clean Hi, for Veritas. two and a half weeks. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Uh, and then I just fell off the bandwagon.
0: How uh, many raids did you get in before the the show?
1: I did. I did. I think or four raids and um now I'm I want to play Super Mario <laughs> oh no
0: I was just gonna say how did they go
1: they went fine actually like the game feels fine <clears throat> um okay. Steam audio it's good to have it back but uh I don't know Ugh. just yeah like once you get excited about something and you get like into something
0: it's just really hard you know to oh that makes total sense yeah like you're you're deep into just like enjoying what you're doing with.
1: I didn't think I was going to like it so much, bro. The speed I did running. not think I was yeah. going to like it so much.
0: That makes total sense. And to be honest with you, nothing really that's happening in Tarkov is going to last, you know, more than like a few weeks. Like as far as excitement yeah. for things that's happening right now, there's a lot of stuff which we'll talk about. That's cool stuff that's coming in the like soon future, medium future, distant future, but. Yeah, I totally get that. Which is totally, which is a huge part of why you started this endeavor, right? It's like you had the creativity space because nothing in Tarkov was giving you that outlet and yep. I still think you have plenty of that space to go before you'll feel the pressure of like oh, I need to be back on Tarkov, you know what I mean?
1: For sure. Like I I didn't I I want st- to I want to make a lot more of these like longer form mm-hmm. um video essay type videos. I I really just think it's like one of the few ways that i can spread my content creation wings and yeah. just feel like again it's it's never worth it when it comes to views or or money like i think we talked about this yeah. a couple weeks ago um like i think i have like 5,000 views on it i've lost 25 subscribers and i've made like nine dollars <laughs> and it took me two months like objectively it's a bad yeah view. although every comment is this deserves a million views this yeah there's a million views um and you know i would tend to agree uh maybe not a million, <laughs> but uh but But yeah, but I, but it's still just like, I like putting that stuff out and, you know, unfortunately the numbers are not a reflection of the quality. Yeah. Um, And that's never how YouTube has ever really been. Um, No, but, uh, but I just didn't want to do that stuff with Tarkov anymore because it was going to be negative and I just didn't feel like making more Tarkov is broken videos, you know?
0: It makes total sense. It makes total sense. And I didn't really realize that I wanted that type of content in my life until you did the uh Tarkov is supposed to be fun, that series, which were basically little video essays about all those things. And I loved those videos and that type of content. And so yeah, I mean I think it'll be I think YouTube is. I mean, we we talked a lot about YouTube last time. It just is what it is, and it's it'll be cool for you to be yeah be able to flex those muscles and do those things. Whether that one day translates to Tarkov because it's this becomes this perfect game, and now that that can rake in millions of views, or whether it's yeah another game and you become the like speed running god on YouTube from like a video essay and content creation and like this journey perspective. So at the end of the day yeah dude if you're like enjoying what you're creating i think that will end up i feel like it's always it always ends up being a benefit i hate when people say just do i don't like the whole sentiment of like just do what makes you happy and eventually it'll pay the bills like that's not always true but i always yeah, that's definitely not true yeah, sometimes but i there feel are like
1: people who still stream to six viewers yes, for the last 5 years that have done
0: everything right for the 5 years yeah. you know what i mean like but i think i think the better way to put it is it's always a net positive where it might, it was worth it for you to like, you don't regret not making it. You, you have something that you built that you're really proud of. It It's like therapy for people to just be creative. So I think it's almost always a net positive on their life. It yeah. doesn't always end up, you know, quote unquote, working out in their favor, but I think it's a, a net positive, you know,
1: I feel, I feel like it's kind of like if you, you know, when you go and get your, actually, this is kind of similar to how it was when I was when I left college um, or when I was done with college because I got my bachelor's degree in business and economics and then realized I didn't want to do that. So I'm like, I'm just going to go back and get my master's degree in computer science, mm. which was basically starting over again. Yeah. Yeah. And. It was like, a, you know, a few steps backwards, it felt like. But then, you know, after after building it up and then, and, and, you know, getting my second degree, you know, then it shaped the next 10 years. I've i I feel like I could go and I'm confident that like I have the ability to switch to any niche in YouTube and I would, I won't be able to benefit necessarily from, you know, I won't be able to piggyback one for one yeah. off of my Tarkov content, but I, you know, I could make a second channel and, 100%. you know, I could probably get a check mark, you know, within a year. Yep. Um, you know, but I don't, who knows? We'll see. Um, yep. I just need it's going to take one or two lucky moments for somebody who's like a big speedrunner to like react to the video or watch it on stream and then all of a sudden then it gets once it gets put out in front of more people then it snowballs and then
0: once the snowball like that's what youtube is designed to do is that once a snowball forms to keep it rolling because the longer youtube can keep it rolling the longer they're keeping eyeballs on their website but they're not designed to start the snowball exactly it's it takes some sort of catalyst for that to happen, whether that's, you know, you getting lucky and the algorithm pops off, whether it's, yeah, a content creator brings it up or a reaction video to your video, something. But YouTube's going to keep in the snowball rolling, but... Yeah. Yeah, always-
1: so I guess I'm I'm, I'm almost done with episode, uh, episode two, which is the conclusion to the first two-parter, which was yeah. Ocarina of Time, me trying to defeat Ganon in under 25 minutes. If you haven't seen the first one, Um, Go check it out and and share it and do all the stuff to algorithmize
0: the video. Um, (laughs) Algorithmize.
1: Even if you don't, even if you never played off Arena of Time, even if you don't, Um, It's it's if you liked my getting Tarkov videos, then this mm-hmm. is very much in the same style, and I think you you know there's a good chance you might find it interesting. And even if you it's just not your cup of tea.
0: like video games, it's cool to see this whole new world. Like I was never interested in speedrunning until you got interested in, then we got Danny B on, and I and then at the end of that conversation with him, I was like, what? Like I didn't even know this stuff was possible. So yeah, if you're yeah. just into video games, it's just interesting, even if you don't want to end up trying to speedrun something. It's just like fascinating video game. It's like a weird bridge of like video game history, but also video game present, cutting edge at it's the like same time. Plus
1: playing, plus tech, yeah. Plus how things work exactly. plus Problem solving. Um, it's cool. It's yeah, cool. Yeah. So. Um,
0: anyway, but in in the Tarkov land, there's definitely quite. We've gotten quite a bit of just dumpage of information. So we had the podcast leading up to um the 12.10 patch 3 days later we had the 12.10 patch then we had um today sneaky russian did a video or he did a podcast and um <clears throat> and nikita came on and was talking about some stuff um they were they like i guess the podcast was about the arena or something like that like and mm-hmm. and just like throwing out ideas. And then they ended up talking about the arena a little bit with Nikita. So there's a lot of information. So not all of it, especially some of the stuff around 12.10, we need to hang on too long. Um, the big things with 12.10 is we have Steam Audio back, which I know you and me are both super excited about. Um, it's sparked. <laughs> I almost immediately, it was like my first raid. I, I was talking to Chad, I was like, ah, I remember. I remember what it was like back when we had Steam Audio and I was having to answer these questions. Not even... I don't have a problem answering the questions. It's, you know, it's it's the other stuff. It's the, why do you have... Why did you turn that on? It's so broken. And that's what I'm like.
1: It's it's not answering questions. It's correcting
0: yeah. misconceptions. Yes, I have no problem. When people come in and be like, yo, how do I turn on Steam Audio? What is Steam Audio? Do you recommend using Steam Audio? I love those questions. Like, yeah, absolutely. Give it a try. You know what I mean? It's It's the other stuff, which is... It went in classic Tarkov fashion, we had the ghost footsteps come. I don't know if you've experienced it, but, like, because you only did three raids. No. So, like, it's, dude, it's, I mean, it's creepy. It's just, like, it happened to me a few times as soon as I spawned in where it was, like, three footsteps. Where you're, like, yeah, clearly was somebody like right, right on to my basically. left. Yeah, and there was yeah, nobody. Yeah. Um, or, like, I just spawned, and I know this map enough to know, like, there's nobody within, you know, 100 meters of me. Just not even possible. And, you know, you hear some steps... Um, and so immediately, what happened was it circled throughout, circ, um, circulated throughout the community that the ghost footsteps were a Steam audio bug. Um, and at the time, I was like, "Oh shoot, maybe it is." But I was like watching, I was watching Deadly Slob play. He was like, "Yo, these ghost footsteps are not good. I'm gonna switch Steam audio off immediately." And like two raids later, he had it again, and he was like, "Oh no!" And then he had it again, and then he had it again, and he was like, "Well, Did I might he restart
1: just... the game."
0: Yeah, every time he turned Steam audio on, restarted the game. Turned it off, restarted the game, still had the ghost footsteps. So he was like, oh, I guess it's not a Steam Audio thing. Turned Steam Audio back on and has been like falling in love with Steam Audio. And so then I did my poll where I was like, I was like, you know, did you turn it on or not? And saw that a lot of people still didn't know what it was. And then I I asked a question on the poll and I said, you know, you know, I've seen a lot of people commenting about the ghost steps. If you have Steam Audio off, but still experience ghost steps, please let me know. And I had a ton of people being like, yeah, I've never even turned Steam Audio on and I still hear them all the time. Um, And then apparently Nikita talked about it today on the podcast and said that it's a bug, not with Steam Audio, but with the... um, He mentioned something about scav spawns and how like Mm -hmm. we, we might hear some of the footsteps of the scavs for the first few seconds or even later in the raid when a new batch spawns and that that's what it is. But... Um, but believe it or not, even though we have hundreds of people saying I have steam audio off and still hear the fo- ghost footsteps and Nikita saying the ghost footsteps isn't a steam audio thing, believe it or not, it's still hard to convince people that the ghost footsteps are not a steam audio, but <laughs> <It's,
1: laughs> so, we'll, we'll never, we'll never, we'll never fucking win. Yeah, we'll battle. never In, win. Like literally just reading chat right now, I quote, steam audio is good overall, except when someone is on stairs, I can't hear them. <laughs> yeah my my heart my soul my
0: heart my soul that's why I made the video I mean you said you watched it today. I literally I was like the first line of the video was like I didn't think I should make this, but it's very obvious that there's still a lot of misconception and misunderstanding of what it is, so I figured I would make another one just like a super brief. This is what it is, so yeah,
1: so I mean here here's my my honest take that is I think it is the the most fair and honest and informed (laughs) take that i've heard the ghost footsteps probably is not because of steam audio but it's pro it's almost undoubtedly related to whatever audio changes they made to introduce steam audio yeah so because remember when we had the ghost footsteps when they turned it back on again like Mm -hmm. it's I'm sure they have a branch of code somewhere that has Steam Audio and this bug, and yeah. this bug might be connected to their code implementing Steam Audio. Like it could be that they, yes, that maybe they implemented two instances of Steam Audio, you know, and they shouldn't have or something. Like, but it, it, it's no reason for you to turn Steam Audio off. Yes, um, yes, and, and that could explain why it's there for people who have steam audio on and have steam audio off yes but only has happened when they reintroduced steam audio yes that so that's the one thing that matches i
0: think everything and that makes sense and that's why when people i totally understand why people thought it was connected because it makes sense right we didn't have ghost footsteps now we got a new patch with steam audio i just turned it on now i'm hearing the ghost footsteps like that makes total sense you know what i mean it's it's the people who like refuse to acknowledge the fact that we have like the game developer himself a bunch of people saying you know they have a different side of the story but yeah absolutely like that makes total sense that it's it's got to be connected to the changes they made to implement Steam audio but that doesn't mean that it doesn't happen if you turn off Steam audio and it doesn't mean that you should turn it off but in my but
1: just like just like when you don't hear footsteps on stairs, yeah, it doesn't mean that it's Steam audio related. I mean, yeah. we have known that f- since fucking literally yeah. four years ago that stairs sound and audio. And I explain this in my Steam audio. Um, yes. If you come into my chat and you type exclamation point Steam, or just search for the video. How the bug has been there forever. It has to do with how they handle the audio occlusion, which has yeah. nothing to do with Steam audio and how they like and,
0: slice floors and stuff like that. Like it has, yeah,
1: yeah all steam audio it will do is potentially make the existing tarkov audio bugs more obvious because other things that you would not have heard before yeah you like expect to notice now because steam audio is just better
0: but yeah and the, exactly like you might current bugs might you might notice them more but the give with that is that all the other audio, you also hear more and better. And you know what I mean? It's like, it's so worth it to me. I I I was, I was wondering, I was like, man, it's been so long. I'm now so used to, again, Tarkov Audio without it. I was like, I really wonder if it's going to make that much of a difference. And the first day, dude, whatever day that was, that um, Thursday maybe, or wait, today's Thursday, Tuesday, whatever day it was, I... Was so confident. I was making plays. I was playing more confidently. I just felt like I knew a lot more what was going on. I dude, I It was like dude, it was like riding a bike. As soon as I turned it on and started playing raids, I was like, "Yep, I, this is great. This is great." It's it's not perfect. One hundred percent. There are still bugs, just like before, but it's better. Mm-hmm. It's better. Um, but turn it off or on. That's fine. I, I don't care if you turn it off or turn it on. Just don't, tell just don't tell people, my people to... <laughs> that it's broken because if you're saying it's broken that equals you don't understand what it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Because it's doing exactly what it's intended to do. So if you think it's broken it means you thought it was supposed to do something it wasn't supposed to do. So just stop telling people it's broken. But you don't have to use it. Stop telling people it's broken. Are you um,
1: telling people are you telling people that they're wrong? I am.
0: <laughs> on this on this one I'm, I'm normally
1: not you're telling Wait, you're telling people that they don't understand something based on their obvious ignorance of the subject? <laughs> Anyways, you're, we, can, we are going to have four viewers for the... Re- your career's over, over,
0: dude. Over, bro. Dead stream. Somebody
1: search for fucking Jesse Kazam on Reddit. There's already posts about how he's a terrible <laughs> person.
0: I wouldn't know if there was ever a post about me, dude. The Reddit is so... I digress. So, 12.10. <laughs> Steam Audio came back. Dope. I will say he mentioned on the podcast about 12.10. So he addressed that there there are snow bugs and he said that a full audio rework, now who knows what Nikita means when he says that, but he says a full audio rework is coming some supplementary patch between 12.11 and 0.13. Because I think 0.13 they're really positioning based on some of the stuff we'll talk about later as the beginning of the end of beta. You know what I mean? I think That's what they want. And so he was saying somewhere between 1210 and 12 or 1211 and point 13, they want to do that. And it it might be linked with unity 2019. It might not be, I don't know. Um, So I think that's that. I think they've, they've probably got a laundry list in the office of bugs. You know, we know vertical audio sucks. We know stairway audio sucks. We know this sucks. Like, and they're probably going to work on that as a separate thing. If they just remove
1: and again, I explained this in my video, but if they just removed whatever the, and obviously it doesn't work like this, but like, think about it like a fucking Lego, you know, where you yeah. pop off this block. If they remove from their code, the stuff that handles occlusion yeah, and, and block, well, occlusion is basically the sound being blocked by yeah. surfaces and, and um all the echo and reverb and all that stuff. They remove their code that does that, and then they bolt on Steam Audio Steam audios, and yep. they feed it what it needs They probably need to rewrite a little bit. Then the audio was going to be as good as any fucking game. To be honest
0: with you, that's what I'm really hoping that they're doing. Like and I hope so, that by fixing the bugs, they're actually just taking out bigger chunks of their audio system and putting in. Because doing any sort of research into Steam audio to make my video, you doing yours, it's like, oh like imagining that in Tarkov. Like when you get deep down on even like how Steam Audio simulates how sound reflects off things. So when you're standing in a room on interchange, there's a glass wall, there's wood floor, there's clothes, and actually how Steam Audio, what it's designed to do is where are these sound rays coming from, how are they reflecting off those things, how do the, the combination of all those reflections create a unique reverb that this room would only, like, oh, and then that in Tarkov would just be sick. Like, hearing gunshots just bellow down hallways on interchange or streets one day. Like, that's the and stuff. And if you're in, that, like, a
1: cave uh, and you hear someone yell something, or let's, let's say a canyon. Yeah. You, it like, you won't, that's ambiguous where the sound's coming from, and it should be. Because yeah. in real life, sometimes there's ambigu- uh, ambiguous sound, yeah, right? Because you're not sure if you're hearing the reverb or the original yes. or the reverb of the reverb, and you're like... You know, That's like, smoke and mirrors. like yeah, where the, where the yeah. fuck is the guy? Where is he? Right. So like all that stuff needs to be there and should be there. And Steam Audio can and will handle it. They just yeah. need to it, it'll be better when they replace every line of code they've written with, with as Audio. many lines of code as the uh, the Steam Audio will <laughs> valve the yeah. Valve
0: devs have uh, have added. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, Steam Audio back. More audio changes later. Uh, we got some new guns. We got some new gear. The new 9mm pistol is pretty sick. The, I don't remember what it's called. It's dope. The STM. Where do you buy it? I haven't uh, seen any of the new guns yet. Sh- you buy... Woof, I forget. Oh, you buy... I think you buy the STM, which is the 9mm carbine from Skier. And uh, I don't remember where you buy the pistol from. That might be proper. The, the pistol's dope. Um, it's like a... It's like a Glock. It shoots smooth like a Glock. It's just like a Glock. That's not a Glock. It's just a cool. It's a cool nine mil pistol. You can get um, iron sights. You can replace iron sights with higher iron sights that sit over the suppressor, which is just like mm, oh nice. Um, it's pretty dope. Uh, the STM, bro. Like <laughs> the amount of stuff I saw on Twitter about like the STM is such a huge disappointment. It was just so funny because it was like they announced it. I got excited for it, but I got excited for it. Fully knowing that it's just a, like a really expensive competition Saiga, Saiga 9, right? And then everybody on Twitter that day was like, bro, this gun's so sexy, but it's just like an expensive Saiga. I was like, when when Nikita said that this was a semi-auto 9mm gun, what did you think it was going to be? Like, I don't know. I just found it so surprising that so many people were like so bummed about it because it's pretty cut and dry. Semi-auto, 9mm, AR, like... Yes, yeah, I've seen some clips with dope. it, and, and you I can feel like it looks. I feel like it
1: looks. To me, it's like, um, compare like a stock ADAR with like a decked out TX.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like
1: the, the ADAR is the the stock ADAR is like the Saiga, and the decked out TX yes. is like this gun. It's it looks like a pretty sick
0: it's dope bro the vertical yeah. recoil is nuts like you click fast bro you'll love this thing i mean it's nine mil right so but you click fast i don't click fast bro but like this thing you can you can mod this down to 19 vertical recoil it's way too much money to spend on it but it comes stock at like 30 bro you can I've got
1: infinite money dude i haven't played in two weeks and i logged in Woo! and i just sold bitcoin and stuff and i instantly hit 14 million rubles it's the most i've had all white there you and go And i haven't played in two weeks
0: yep uh, you can get Sick. it up to like a hundred ergo. It's dope. The, 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 uh, v- justified, not, I guess, criticism, cause I think it's intended, but is that they zeroed it to what it would be zeroed in re- real life. Cause it's like a competition gun. I'm pretty sure. So it's zero to PSO and APSX and seven and 31 shoot high, like high out of this thing. You have to aim low. Uh, or get a re- one of the red dots that has a twenty-five meter zero as opposed to a fifty, because not all the red dots do. I need to find. I, but it I, I, high.
1: I need to find somebody who told me I was fucking wrong about the zeroing. Oh and yeah. And then is also complaining about this gun because it's a perfect example of everybody's like, why, dude? Zeroing is fine. Zeroing where? Because it's only it's only the val and it's only uh, oh, you know this no. other gun that nobody uses. And all I said was as soon as there's a gun where the round you're gonna to want to use is has a significantly faster bullet, then bruh. It's gonna be fucked in the opposite direction.
0: Yeah. And here we go. Here dude, here it is. I've I've been proven right again. Dude, it is. It's 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 very noticeable. Even I slapped like a voodoo on it in the hideout, in the farthest target in the hideout, like it yeah, it shoots it shoots high. Um gross but it's but it's cool man it's just like it's just yeah it's just a fun gun i've been, been trying to it out right now dude. i've been telling people for a while um because uh, another thing is like a lot of people are like it's cool but i don't know where it's supposed to sit and it's like it's not supposed to sit anywhere bsg has made it very clear that they're just going to add as many like as long as they have money to model guns and as long as there are more guns in the world than are in tarkov they will continue to add guns to tarkov They don't care where it sits. And I like that because then I can spend, you know, I can stream this for 12 hours and not use the same gun twice and still have fun. You know what I mean? And and if you're somebody that wants to use the best of the best, I'll never judge you for that. It's a video game. That's what video games are about getting better and better gear. Yeah. It's not going to disrupt your HK. It's not going to disrupt the M1A. It's not going to disrupt the vector. It's not going to disrupt anything. It's just fun, man. And it's cool. And get used to that vibe because hundreds of guns are going to come to this game that don't, have a place in the meta there's gonna be fun yeah i mean th- th- there's two there's two ways they're gonna have
1: it every single gun is functionally identical and yeah. performs exactly the same or one gun is better and then it, you can never introduce any new guns unless the new guns are better than all the old guns yeah and then you have hearthstone power creep
0: where- yeah yeah exactly so so they're just they're just putting them in man and it's i don't know i like it like i think it's cool it's level two skier as well. So getting that relatively early wipe, you know, just like low recoil single fire tapper if you if you click fast, man. That's cool. Um, some new gear, some new backpacks that are wonk-a-doodle, man. There's a backpack that's three by like ten. Three wide, ten long. Super weird. Um, a new tan, tan and olive slicks, which are just cool. You can go full tan man um guards can now spawn with them slicks uh yeah (laughs) reduced the rain sound by 30 percent um and they made some adjustments to the thermals they uh the dude the thermal signatures are cool now man the gear that you're wearing blocks the heat signature so yeah you should only see like their armpits their neck arms neck face if they're not wearing stuff if they're dude the the eye sauce i don't know the new meta is like wear a raid backpack and just turn around bro you're like (laughs) you're invincible dude it's crazy uh the cultists uh won't show up sometimes because they carry a stim that reduces your body temperature now i haven't seen one in game but i've seen a few like screenshots and stuff um Hmm. yeah love it or hate it i don't know whatever um and then my favorite thing dude and i think you'll appreciate this as well is the changes they made to the scavs did you read through the patch notes so like did you you see this stuff okay no this is i i I waited you're my patch notes bro bro. all right i want to hear it filtered through your fucking just listen to some of these things bots now move wait sorry bots on the move now shoot less accurately than bots that are stationary Change the parameters of the effect of bushes and how that affects the visibility of bots. Slow down the reaction of normal bots when detecting a player. Changes the parameters of player tracking. The maximum enemy detection radius has been reduced. Bots do not fire anymore while changing position from standing to prone. Everything I've ever wanted. (laughs) Wow, they fixed things, They fixed them. And people I've I've seen a few people be like, "Yeah, they're pushovers now." Listen, we can address that later, but don't ever tell me a a bot 360 from, you know, standing to prone, shot you through seven bushes with a toss to the face and you went, "You know what? These bots are really balanced." Don't ever tell me that you did that. Like, you know what I mean? So Get out of here with that uh, this bullshit. This is this is everything I've ever wanted. I still died to a scav yesterday, but This is everything I've ever wanted. It's like, if I can't see you through a bush, you can't see me through a bush. If I can't shoot while going prone, you can't shoot while going prone. Like, if if I have... Dude, if I'm 250 meters away from a player and I put my little voodoo, you know, scope right on their noggin, they're not just going to turn and look at me and start shooting. So the bots shouldn't do that either. And it's all that stuff, bro. It's perfect. In a perfect world, if there was wiggle room... On the server side, I'd love to see like 15% more scavs now because I think that can be their danger, is like not their skill to just one. I want a you. horde of
1: inept morons yes! drunk. Like, not, not the raiders. The raiders should be like yes, you know, raiders should around. be better.
0: Yep. Um yeah.
1: but yeah, I want the other scavs to be. I mean, you saw in in the fucking the raid series i yes. forget which episode it was the one guy like walks up to the dead body and he's like fucking grabbing granola bars yep. like he's not 360 drop shotting he's Dude. just in the fucking way you know yep. and if you're not careful he'll shoot you with his bird shot or whatever he's got exactly his old hunting Dude, shotgun. but they
0: feel perfect and i hope nikita and the team realize that they feel what they feel like the lore. They feel like average Joes that stuck around to either loot or defend their land that have weapons, right? They've got crappy weapons. They're not a good shot. A highly trained, you know, military contractor should have a better shot than them. But if there's 12 of them and I'm and, or, and I'm trying to make a flank and they screw up my position or they come behind me and shoot me in the leg and like, I, I want them to be a part of the game, but I don't know. I like it a lot better. I like it a lot better. Um, So I was so that I was so pumped with those changes man like it's it's it really feels good oh a sleeper thing that they didn't put in the patch notes they went and redid a bunch of the red dots dude like i I noticed that i noticed that i killed a
1: dude with a with a vector and and uh it had like i think maybe the delta point i forget but it used to have a used to be a triangle right now it's just like a decently sized dot
0: the delta point is still a triangle the rmr is is a lot maybe it was Maybe well, that's a lot what I had tighter of a dot. Now they're the it, it almost feels like they're just like overlaying it over whatever is happening. You know how you used to point up at the sky and you would just lose them, you can still see them. Like, but they're not. Oh, yes, mean, okay. The red dots, like they're it's like no matter what, it's almost like a cross, like a monitor crosshair. No matter what your monitor's displaying, it's going to put that dot on top, and you're going to see the dot. That's what it feels like. They layered Good. it weird. <laughs> So yeah, so like you can see the dots. It's a different ty- It's a different red. A lot of them are tighter. Like the RMR used to be a really blurry circle. It's a little bit tighter now. The delta points sick. So the PKO six is now not like the only viable option, man. And dude, I, they didn't put that I in just, the patch I, notes. I, as I was you like, say Mwah. that. I spent
1: seventy one thousand rubles on a PKO six. Right <laughs> as you say that, I clicked yes and was like, oh fuck,
0: dude. So it. So that was like a that was a sleeper, dude. That was like that's sick. That's sick. They didn't put that in the patch notes. It just—it was just like, nice. Um, okay, so that's 12.10. Cool stuff. Nothing crazy. Just quali- some quality of life fixes to like the flea market and stuff like that. And those are the major things. We can blow through. They talked, as always, they talked about a billion things in that podcast. Um, and I tried to like group them up. 12.11 is shaping up to be a huge patch um but people a lot of people theorizing that's maybe a wipe maybe we've got the factory expansion and the factory boss they actually showed a 3d modeling of him swinging his giant sledgehammer around and it's terrifying it's huge bro dude yes it's freaking huge um so that's coming (laughs) in 12.11 is he like fast uh uh it wasn't really super fast but it was literally just like you know, no colors, no shaders, no, no environment. It was just him, and he like picks it's it up. It's gonna have like nine thousand HP. It. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, dude. Some ridiculous bullshit.
0: Um, so factory expansion, and factory boss coming in twelve point eleven. The scar. He said the scar H and the scar L are coming. Uh, they're trying to get the Ultima shotgun, which is the smart shotgun. Have you seen that? It's a prototype where it's got yeah. it's going to have like modules you can put on. And the one they showed was like a thermal imaging thing and the little camera, you know, you're going to have a little one inch by one inch screen on the shotgun that displays thermal. Um, that was interesting. Uh, dude, he talked about Scav Karma quite a bit and they want Scav Karma to be in 12.11, dude. And so the Scav Karma, just let me break it down for you. And then you tell me what you think. Scav Karma will use Fence. You'll actually be able to increase your loyalty level with Fence. He outlined some of the ways you increase your Karma. These I'm assuming these aren't all, but some of the ways is that if you spawn in as a Scav and the Scav boss is up, protecting him, and if the raid ends with the Scav boss still alive, you get like a bonus to your Scav there. Um, working together with other Scavs, taking the Extract with the PMC, is also like a bonus XP to your scav karma. Um, Shooting other scavs uh, when they're not hostile to you really is going to tank your karma. The karma that you have is going to actually unlock loyalty levels with fence, which will, he didn't really talk about if you can only buy things from fence for your scav. He didn't talk about how, but he said there were loyalty levels um, and that the higher your loyalty is with fence, the better gear you can start with as your scav so not a whole lot of new information kind of everything we theorized it would be which is like don't kill other scavs kill other pmcs and work with other scavs and they're working no, but on that, rewarding that piece, you
1: the element where that actually makes me kind of a little bit excited because remember when i was talking about the whole and i never got around to making this video um the whole like open world yeah uh, and i talked about all the scavs like the the different karma and getting rewards for like if your teammate that you teamed up with in raid yes um, like uh you'd get rewards for that for karma like pmc karma um this sounds very much like really closely related with that conceptually which I was I was ready for you to tell me some dumb shit that I was going to roll my eyes on. <laughs> honestly, but you oh well. If you kill scabs, then you know here is some naive implementation for how they yeah. figure out you know whatever how you know you are going to get punished or not going to get punished. That's still going to fuck over to like thirty three percent of people who aren't yeah doing the wrong thing. And but but defending the scav boss mm-hmm. is fucking genius. Defending the scab boss,
0: like,
1: um, it gives you reason to. It gives player scabs reason to stay in raid. Yes. Um and to do things other than run around and just try to like loot dead bodies which would it actually be that gives you like a goal
0: which would be a cool way this a byproduct of that not an intended thing but a byproduct of that will be less player scavs per raid because if the player scavs are in- incentivized to stay in that raid longer like a reserve raid 6 minutes in <laughs> you know three players are dead so they spawn in 10 player scavs 9 minutes in 9 of those player scavs are dead so they spawn in nine more Three minutes later, nine of those are dead. Like they just keep spawning them in on reserve because they keep dying because they just YOLO to the loot. You know what I mean? So, but if the 10 player scavs that spawn in at 30 minutes want to stay in till the five minute mark, they're not going to keep spawning in more. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. stuff like that, that'll be a byproduct of it. It's just like less player scavs on the map. So, obviously, w- with anything like that, there's still a lot more questions and answers, but that's like a like years earlier than I I thought that was going to be like yeah sure scav karma dlc in 2029 you know what i mean like when he was like yeah we want that out in 1211 i was like whoa so that's kind of that cool. sounds like
1: there there must be someone new working at battle state games 100% dude there's got to be somebody. I want to know. Dude. I need to know who came up with this. I, I should probably, I haven't talked to Nikita in like a month. I should be like, yo, who came up with that fucking idea? Give me their like, Oh, we got new intern. I'm <laughs> like, you fucking give him a raise because dude. it sounds like they finally have somebody who sees things a little bit differently.
0: They uh, they put out a, a thing the other day It said they're hiring. I clicked on the link. They're hiring like 40 positions, dude. They're, they're. I think, they're, I mean, they're doing it, man. They're scaling up. They're. They're getting new people in, fresh ideas. I don't know. So Scav Karma is going to be cool, hopefully. And that's going to be in 12.11. Um, Inertia, 12.11. They want to come in 12.11. They're hoping to get that um, in ETS during the 12.10 cycle. When's, and, do we have a date on this yet? 12.11? mm But based on some of the other stuff as we go along, we can, we can infer some sort of time frame unless either everything that came out of nikita's mouth was like wildly wishful thinking or we can kind of put together rough time frames both are plausible i'm an eternal optimist you're gonna be somewhere
1: in between so yeah it almost always is yes
0: um okay so those are the big wait wait.
1: you said we could we could can't like could you actually have something (laughs) what like like a date uh, I think... Are you I, saying it's, it's, like, forthcoming?
0: I think, I yeah, I think based on some of the other stuff that I'm going to say he talked about, we can kind of put together. I, th- I, would, I would guess mid to late summer. I would guess. Um, okay. So, because then he started talking about beyond... He started talking... And this is exactly why. He started talking beyond 12.11. They want to put Lighthouse out between factory expansion and streets. That's the goal currently. He didn't really talk about a Lighthouse because... <laughs> Because the way the Tarkov community works is they're like, if Nikita's like, once streets come out, we're also going to implement zombies. Everybody will just go, streets? You said streets. What about streets? Can I ask a question about streets? So he was like, we want to put Lighthouse out between factory and streets. Everyone's like, streets, 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 streets. So we didn't talk about Lighthouse at all. But they showed a bunch of new screenshots for streets, which of course are just screenshots. But of course, it gets me excited. Um, dude, he's still, it's freaking April. I mean, it was the end of March. Nikita is still saying that they want to do streets by the end of this year. And I I can't tell if that's Nikita, like I said, wildly wishful thinking. Like, I can't tell if if he's thinking if one thing goes wrong between now and then, it's going to be like middle of next year and he's just like hoping against hope. Or I can't tell what I'm feeling is that he's getting to the point where he's like, if it's not done by December, January one, when we all come back from Christmas, we're just start lopping features and we'll get it out in February. You know what I mean? Like, I can't tell if he's there where he's like, it's going to be out by December or in January, we're going to give you whatever we have. Or if he actually thinks that they're going to get it feature complete by December.
1: I mean, I don't know. you, You need to look at it like, like you are somebody running a marathon. And the closer you get to the end, the more realistically you can anticipate when you're going to finish. Yeah. At the beginning, you might twist your ankle ten minutes in, yeah. and then you're but, like, you "It's going to take me ten fucked. years." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, at any point, things could change, and there's the longer the the time frame is, the more yes. things that could change, right? So.
0: Which makes sense. So, but that's what I'm saying is like I can't tell if. I sh- we should really take his word for it because they're close enough to the end that he's now able to give some a lot more accurate than in the past. Like he's he's halfway through the marathon and he's on
1: pace. Yeah, but he's like feeling kind of winded and he's not sure if he's going to get a second wind and he's going to fucking kill it. Yeah, or if he's going to completely you know start getting cramps and yeah. roll his ankle. And but that's not finished. That's you know, what
0: i is I can't tell if he's 50 percent of the way through projecting how he'll get to the end or if they're 75 percent of the way through. And he's like, yeah, we'll probably have it. You know what I mean? Like, I can't You, I can never tell with him because he's talking about v- vertical slices of it being done and playable. He's talking about all these people that are working on it. He's talking about wanting to get it stable, 60 frames on mid range GPUs. Like, it's hard it's to April tell. It's April 1st.
1: We're four twelfths of the way through the marathon. Yeah, that's the way I look at it.
0: Oh, you're saying for this year? Yeah, yeah. No, I I get what you're saying now. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, I get it. Um, so but but they you know streets. Uh, so yeah, beyond twelve point eleven, they still want streets out in twenty twenty one. So that's why I'm saying. Like, we can even give them some wiggle room. If they say they want streets out 2021, you know, end of 2021, but let's say they miss that and it comes out in February or March, and they say they want lighthouse between factory expansion and streets, let's say that comes out in November. Well, that would mean 12-11 would have to be before then, which means even giving them a the benefit of the doubt, it feels like it has to be like, you know, July to August. Does that you know Does that make sense? Like, even if, yeah. we, even if we push their own timeline back and assume they're going to be late on things, working back to 12.11, I, it, it would mean they would have to put that junk out soon. You know what I mean? Like over the summer or else the whole timeline that he laid out is completely borked if they can't put out 12.11 until November. And then they want lighthouse between that and streets and streets is supposed to come out until like, you know what I mean? It's So it's either 12.11 is going to come out mid to late summer or... It's going to be another entire 12 to 18 months, you know, until Streets comes out, which is honestly likely, but um, they want Unity 2019 is going to come in a 12.10.x patch. um, And he said with that are going to be huge network optimizations. He did not elaborate on that, but he said that Unity 2019 adds a ton more tools on the network optimization side of things. So, oh, on
1: that note, I don't think I we haven't talked since since this uh, a couple of weeks ago, three or four. Last time I was playing Tarkov and yeah. thinking about this stuff. Um. So remember how I made the whole netcode video? Yes. And my pro- my my proposal, like my proposed hypothesis at the end, was essentially something is causing the server side code mm-hmm. to basically stall whether it was threading or whether it was, like, uh, locked or whether it was backed up on garbage collection or something was causing the software to, like, have the little spinny, you know... Wheel. We're waiting, that metaphorically. Yes. um, Which then, all of a sudden, finally, it catches up and then spams all the clients with everything, which is what makes everybody stutter and freeze and teleport. Yeah. um, All the time. And, you know... Basically all I ever heard was, no no no, it's this or no, no, it's that, it's this, it's that okay, fine, whatever. The last time I talked to him, I asked him another question about that to try to be like, Do you have any more information on this? Yeah. Because like I especially when they did the server upgrades, right? Yeah, the modernization, yeah, modernization. And I redid the and I redid the testing and it was identical. Had all the same net code problems. Mm-hmm. Um he was like, Oh, there's two pieces of it. One part's in our code and one part is in Unity. And it's causing basically, like, uh, the Unity networking code to freeze for a moments in time. I'm like, is that not exactly what I fucking said? Like, are you, are you shitting me? Like, that's exactly what I said.
0: <laughs> and yeah, from the beginning, you weren't saying that it's inherently in their code. You're just saying somewhere in the chain, something is getting caught up and freezing.
1: Yep. I'm like every piece of evidence points to something on the on the server side yeah. which includes Unity it includes every third party framework that they use every dependency it, yeah. I, I wasn't you know saying it's your code I was saying it's your servers and they kept saying no uh, we think it's a client thing oh no we're we're working on a client bug and it's like it it doesn't make sense that they're unless mm. the client bug is that your code and your client installs malware that repeatedly sends out, <laughs> like, it, it DDoSes your own servers on regular intervals equally for everybody. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of that you could say that it's client-side. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I'm assuming that also what, what you just mentioned with the Unity 2019 yes. is probably fixes to some of the network <sighs> stuff, yep. and they're also working on bits of their code that are yeah. also affecting it, but I just, again, I have to say, like, because I'm, I'm gonna go crazy, yeah. continuously getting gaslit, and you know people saying that I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. When I just want to point out that that's exactly what I said fucking six months ago. That was yeah. denied a hundred times. A hundred
0: times. I mean that is hella encouraging though that he like actually admitted and said to you, yeah, like we see a small problem on our end. Who knows? It might require Unity 2019. It might require some time, whatever, for them to fix. And the fact that they've addressed that something that's happening with the Unity um, networking is freezing up—that's huge. Because that means if we know he's ta- if we know public facing, he's talking about Unity 2019 being a big deal. He's talking about it being a big deal specifically around the network optimizations. That's awesome. That's huge, man. Like that means once again, we talked in the, in the previous podcast about how even just inertia and low ready could make the like jiggle peak desync feel less present that Mm -hmm. plus you know 50 60 75 percent gains on some of these current issues on the unity side with their code could really almost make it a non-issue that they could just ever so slightly iterate on in the future like imagine tarkov without this shenanigans bro like so that's cool so i didn't know that yeah that's cool that he reached out to you and and acknowledged some of that that probably links right in with what he said. Um, I, and I'm I'm almost positive. I think he said that was a 12.10 point X patch. So that will be anytime over the next, you know, maybe eight weeks, eight to 12 weeks. But if, if we're assuming 12, or sorry, uh, if we're assuming 12.11 is mid to late summer, then that means anytime in the next eight to 12 weeks, they could do, you know, 12.10.3 and say, hey, we're migrating to Unity 2019. Everybody game's going to be down for a few hours. Like that'll be sick. Um, so that's cool. He acknowledged again uh, VoIP happening this year. Um he I don't think VoIP's gonna be in twelve and eleven, which would be which would be kind of sad because VoIP would be great with scav karma, right? Like that would just be mm. So but I don't know. I, I, it kind of he kind of made it sound like that it's not going to happen at the same time. You know, would Did fun- he say anything
1: about voip and like radios or whatever? No, like anything. He did not. He didn't mention I'm anything. Still about- crossing my fingers. I know. Me too. On that, I you- gave up on trying to come up with that massive video to like try to convince him. Yeah. To, I just was too tired and cynical <laughs> to fucking
0: care. You know, it would be great if, as a scav, you when you VoIPed, PMCs heard random Russian scav taunts, but other scavs heard what you were saying.
1: Oh, that would be fucking amazing. Wouldn't
0: that be, I don't know how that would be implemented, but that would be cool. Just take the, take the voice, modulate it a little bit, and
1: then play it in reverse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just has to be not understandable. <laughs> yeah. you know. But it would just <laughs> be cool be be if, if it, like, as
0: soon as you opened your mouth, it just triggered one of the 47 random scav taunts, and that, like, I don't know how they work but the P that would be a really cool because then you'd be able to like confidently communicate flanks and stuff with other scavs and like actually get the drop on pmcs that would be so sick and then same thing with pmcs if you guys like if you teamed up with a guy that wasn't in your discord in raid and you guys were going to go see if Rashala's there and Rashala's got his four goons and eight player scavs you could communicate to them and they wouldn't be able to understand it like that would be next level I just thought about that but anyways um dude this was so funny somebody asked uh so somebody asked Nikita if they were if they were gonna bring tarkov to consoles and dude I swear to you he was so serious he leaned into the mic he was like if anybody out there works for Sony or Microsoft and wants an exclusive we are so game and then just like moved on and read another question like he was dead serious they're they just want that cash, bro. They want the they want the bag. They're like, bro, if you want to port this junk to console and pay us for an exclusive, <laughs> let's go. What
1: is it? Is it, what's that better TTV emote? Is it people leave? I think I need to add that right now because that's how I feel. Dude, after you just said that.
0: It would be. Oh my god. It would be. It would be a grande sized bag too. Like. Oh, no. Because, I mean, you think about it from, you know, Sony's perspective. You know, you got the game that whenever there's a new update, Summit plays it, Shroud plays it, Lupo plays it. And you want to bring it to console and you're giving me the opportunity to exclusive? Like, they would pay money for that, dude. Nikita wants that cash. Good fucking lord. Well, I mean, it would probably... I wonder how... They've already done a complete reversal... Like when I first started playing the game, whenever people asked that, he laughed that question out of the room and was like, Yeah, right, we'll never do that. And then the past like five times he's been asked that question, they said Was that today that he said that? No, that was the that was like the, over the sure? weekend. It was over the weekend. If you
1: said it today, it would make perfect sense. No. If he said it yesterday, I'd be alarmed. No, hundred percent. Given that it's April Fools. It today. was
0: in, it was in the uh, the the twelve point ten podcast over the weekend, Friday.
1: Oh God! Yeah, F- Fluvinus just basically read my mind here. That, that honestly, like, I I didn't think that Cyberpunk was gonna be great. I didn't. I thought it was overhyped, but yeah. it turned out to be. Everything went perfectly fine, especially with the console yeah. portion of it. So um, yeah. I can't imagine that uh, that you know Tarkov would be any worse.
0: Oh yeah, I'm not saying it
1: should. I'm just saying. No, 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 I'm, the, I'm yeah. I, that was. I don't know if it was clear. That no, was it was all sarcasm. sarcasm. I mean, yeah. Every, I know. every part of Cyberpunk was a fucking
0: giant hot on, mess. Especially on console. That's N64 yeah.
1: graphics. Oh
0: my um, god. But that what that tells me. What his response tells me is that they are nowhere close to like actively developing that. But but that's basically what he's saying. He's like, yeah, sure. If Phil Spencer says we want Tarkov on Xbox, here's fifty million dollars. Hill was like, yeah, whatever. I'll take your 50 million and hire some people to port this over. You know what I mean? That's where he's at. They're not working on it, but yeah. they would take the money, which, you know, whatever. Um, the, the other really funny moment was they asked him, somebody asked him about the economy. Like, what are you going to do to change the, you know, you know the Tetris tr- trade and the, and the economy and, and stuff like that. And are, are you going to mess with the economy at all? And he like, just like looked at the camera for like 30 seconds and he was like eventually <laughs> yeah and then just kept going and it was like yeah there are like giant fundamental gameplay loops and mechanics that aren't present in the game yet that will affect the economy so you could spend he could spend a hundred a hundred of his employees full-time making
1: the economy work in the state of the game right now, and then as soon as they add a new map with a it's, new scav boss, yes. it's it's completely unbalanced it's they need to do it again. Broken. They should just fucking ignore it all. That's... Make everything everything basically accessible and, you know, like, whatever, just fucking... Say it again! Dude. They, I'm telling you, like, there's no reason why they need to spend so much time and effort trying to balance yes. things and make the economy work because every time they make any other changes... yeah. It's just
0: going to be fucked again.
1: Yeah. So just like fucking work on...
0: Yeah. It's like people yelling at you to put icing on the cake when it's still cake batter. It's like, I can smush it all in there, but it's not going to freaking help anything. Like, you got to wait. You got to wait till the cake is done. Then we put the icing on. Like, it's... And it's not them ignoring fundamental problems. It's you not understanding that giant game-changing mechanics aren't in the game yet. And that when they're in the game, any economy balance, exactly like you said, any economy balance that you people spend work on, people get so up in arms that new guns are being added. Use those development hours to fix this, to fix this bug, to fix the economy. It's like any development hours spent on balancing the economy as it currently stands is a waste of time. Like, the game is going to fundamentally change. They should... Work on bringing those things to the game. Open world, if they're still going to do that, the other maps, the new bosses, the other items, the other... And then work on we're, the economy.
1: We're
0: we're, built, we're building a
1: house. Or not we, but Battle State's building a house right now. And right now, there's, like, studs, like, framing. Yeah. And people are complaining that they haven't painted the studs yet. Yes. And it's like... They could spend all the time. I'd much rather the drywall guys put up the drywall than paint the studs before they put up the drywall to then have to paint the drywall to then put on wallpaper to then cover it in brick to then paint that. Like
0: 100%.
1: What they should do is just hang curtains, grab curtains from grandma's closet, and hang them, and boom, it's a temporary solution until the fucking walls are up, and then we can paint them the color that we want, and then we can be done with it.
0: It's it's crazy. Uh, Noise guy on youtube did a video and it was perfect it was the everything i've been like spamming the link there's a command to in my chat and he was saying the same thing and like he's like the guy that's always talking about like breaking down all the news and like you hear him talk about all of these mechanics that they've talked about that they want to add and he's like yeah some of these might get cut from the final game but like can't you see how each and every one of these things would fundamentally break any economy balance that was that happened By them spending all this time, it's like just come. It's just either stop playing or enjoy the Tarkov that we have. By the way, the the Tetris thing, (laughs) I think I don't think we have had uh, a podcast since I don't think we've talked about that, bro. Man, that 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 junk got to me. That got so out of hand. My what happened? I don't even. I don't even. God, bro. Okay, so we wake up right, and we find out that Nikita actually hates all of us. He hates us all. Because you know what he did? He added a green battery to the Tetris trade for a Bitcoin and he reduced the total amount that can be traded for Bitcoin in a reset down to 100. Which, albeit, effectively means that trade doesn't exist anymore because there's 100,000 people playing the game and there's only 100 per hour. But, oh my God, dude. It, It was like it was like he manually uninstalled everybody's game. You know what I mean? It was like the thick case controversy, but if he had just nerfed the spawn rate of Tetrises and not said anything, then nobody would have noticed. Dude, and what's you know what's crazy is that people were coming in to my chat for weeks asking about the Bitcoin nerf. I was like, dude, Bitcoin is eight hundred and fifty thousand rubles right now. They didn't nerf Bitcoin. They nerfed the Tetris trade. For Bitcoin, so the Tetris went from nine hundred thousand rubles in value to a hundred thousand rubles in value in two days, and it's like, it's like I still print three Bitcoin every day, bro. Like, why, why is this a big deal? Oh yeah, oh yeah, and 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 dude, and Nikita almost spitefully doubled down on it, and it's now two Tetris and two green batteries, <laughs> still only a hundred per reset, but it's now two which i found hilarious but, but how like, much are green batteries did, did their value they went, go up whew, like because uh, okay wait a minute well what if you're sitting on fucking green battery stock bro it, uh, it, it and i think i think the frustration came from a few people that were legitimately watching bitcoin IRL and were really like bullish on it they think it was going to go up so they bought a bunch of tetrises Oh my
1: god, dude. They should have. Dude, oh. <laughs> and now there's. right. They should have used the manuals, the fucking lot of manuals. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. I was collecting those manuals for so long because A, they were rare. Yeah. They were rare. And had no. And they also had no use. I'm like, these are going to be worth. And then they added a trade. It was like some bullshit with a yeah. lot of manuals or whatever for like something wicked lame. And I was like, these are no longer cool anymore. Yeah. Because now they have a use. Yeah, there's no mystery. <laughs> there's but no the, mystery. Is, the use is pointless, so so I would have been fucking dude loaded dude
0: it just it hurt me physically to see everybody like in a in in a in a state of the game where literally those same people that were freaking out like two days prior were talking about how easy it is to make money how they need to fix the economy and it's like of all the things they nerfed the Tetris, bro. You can still have a Bitcoin farm and print money every day. If you find a graphics card, that junk is 1.9 million rubles right now. Like the Tetris, bro, and people lost their mind. And it just it, I couldn't uh I couldn't even handle it, bro. It just like I couldn't handle it. Anyways, it was hilarious. Um so, yep. <laughs> so, anyway, so that's that was basically everything from the podcast over the weekend on Friday. Twelve point ten is here now. Uh, basically, for people that understand what Steam Audio is, it's a solid patch. For a lot of people that don't, then they they frustrated. Whatever. Twelve point eleven is shaping up to be a big deal. Uh, it would make sense that if it's mid to late summer that the game would potentially wipe. Nobody knows, but that would make sense. A lot of cool stuff happening, even in the in-between. And then, you know, d- depending on how much stock you put in what Nikita says, you know, at, at by the end of this year, we could have Streets of Tarkov, um, which would be sick. And Lighthouse and a factory expansion. Like, whoa. Well, now, today, they did, um, oh, at some point, they're doing a scope rework as well. I don't know. Anyways. Uh today they did the Sneaky Russian podcast um with uh and Nikita popped on and they were talking all about the arena and we got a bunch of new information about that, dude. A bunch of new information about that. Um Tell me about it. So I'll just kind of like rip through it. I'll just kind of rip through it because then we can talk about it as a whole. We get like for some of these things. So uh he made it sound like they're gonna be smaller versions of the maps. Uh, because he said that there, it's going to be really quick games, PvP-focused. It's going to have its own r- currency that will kind of double as a ranking system. Hold, we'll talk about that. Um, he confirmed you can lose your gear in the arena because you'll be able to choose between pulling gear sets from your stash or using the currency that you get in arena mode to purchase loadouts. And if you bring in your gear and somebody loots it, you lose it. But insurance will also be a part of the arena. And he said that he suspects insurance will have a high yield back because they're going to be such quick maps more focused on the PvP that looting like you might lose something but like it there's going to be so much less that's that's all yeah. that's how you win in tarkov right now it's like if you kill people and don't loot them it's like why are you you know what i mean like but True. so there's going to be a less of a focus on it so like there'll be a chance to lose your gear it sounds like they're going to want to push you that way because in order to keep your higher rank you need that currency and if you spend all that currency on gear sets um that's kind of what they made it sound like um they want <sighs> They want it out in 2021. He said that they're planning for arena mode to come out in full in 2021. Um, He said if not, then they'll definitely be doing closed testing by the time this year is over. Um, They said they want to make it really open to casual players and hardcore players. Um, this This is super interesting. He said there's going to be tons of game modes, but none of them will have respawns. Every single game mode when you die, you're dead. He said they really want you to value your life, just like Tarkov, whether you're playing Arena or the open world. So that was interesting. stuff. Other stuff we knew, 5v5s, 3v3s, 1v1s. There's going to be PvE modes. He said rounds will last anywhere between 1 minute and 20 minutes, depending on the map that's chosen and the game type. Arena will confirmed cost extra money. They're not sure if they're going to make EOD members pay for it or not. And they want 120 tick rate servers and to basically rework the back end from the ground up for an esports ready Tarkov. So that's the arena. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> I'm waiting for the April Fools. Yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean that was today, so you never know.
1: Oh he said Esports ready.
0: Fuck. I don't I don't know if he said it. I don't know if he said the word esports ready, but i'm sure i mean listen think about
1: how much data with the 120 tick servers when the servers freeze for 17 fucking seconds (laughs) so many that's so many extra ticks that won't matter
0: i mean but on the other hand you could look at it from the other way and say hey if if we think that they might have a handle on what's causing the issues and are working on fixing it and if they're just going to build the arena on unity 2019, you know what i mean? like it, it's possible, right? It's not it's not impossible. It's not impossible. I thought a lot of that information was interesting though, like no respawns in any game mode, uh the way the whole like currency works. Um like i find it super interesting.
1: That's a, yeah, making currency and ranking matching or mirroring those or marrying mm-hmm. them. Uh, if you want to just pull three fucking verbs that start with <laughs> M that I couldn't, couldn't figure out the one I wanted. What I wanted to say was marrying them. Marrying those two <laughs> concepts are really interesting because yeah. imagine if you were like rank number one, like, and if you want to invest, you're like investing your rank yes. to help you get better. Yes. Potentially better results. I don't know. That, that's
0: kind of hundred uh, percent. From the ten thousand foot view of what we're hearing, it sounds like a different enough idea that I can't immediately be like, "That's going to be stupid." So it's that's like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." Like we'll see it. Maybe we could get our hands on it and immediately be like, "Ah, eh, this doesn't work." Out. You know what I mean? So, um, but it sounds it sounds interesting and new, um, and a way to a way to incentivize players to bring their own gear from the open world, but. An option for people if they just want to know life the arena you know what I mean um see now I
1: was fact, rewind like six months from now when we were talking about like the open world yeah stuff uh that's what I was like most excited for and didn't give a fuck about arena and now that I'm in like speed run mode where I'm just so used to having there be clear objectives and goals and how to improve and how to get better and how to refine what I'm doing yeah and having that be like a major part well now I'm like now i'm more interested again in fucking well yeah
0: you were born you were shaped in the factory bro in those real quick 1v1v1v1v1 you know what i mean like that was the that was the play dude like you know imagine imagine all people of main factory again exactly. and have it not be boring imagine like it is now. factory like because he kind of made it sound like they're going to take slices of the maps you know what i mean imagine the factory we have now on a much better netcode at 120 tick servers and you can, you get to go in and pick free for all three V three, two V two and like run that junk and then be rewarded for it. You're not, because I remember like it was a huge deal to you when you were like, it's not worth it in Tarkov to do that anymore because I can't make money via PVP. Well in the arena, right? It's a complete, as long as you're winning, you're making that money, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? And and I, I E ranking up. So like, yeah I mean I I like let's say everything they want Tarkov to be works out exactly how they want I still think I'm 97% of the time playing in the open world and you know running some arenas just for fun because that's just me I'm the I'm the you know what I mean like RPG guy you know what I mean but like I dude I think the arena sounds great I think it fits in Tarkov I think it goes back to the conversation that you and me had in the past which is like assuming they nail Tarkov perfectly They have the blueprint for the best of every game, the best BR, the best arena shooter, the best open world. You know what I mean? Like they have the blueprint. So if they're working on one of these side by side and, you know, they're taking if they charge 20 bucks for it and they're taking all that money to hire new people to do it and um, work on the back end infrastructure, like I'm about it, dude. Like, I think that's sick. You know what I mean?
1: Totally. Yeah. I mean. I, yeah i, do, I don't want to get i don't want to get
0: excited. excited i know i know i can't help so myself I'm in a I long just time do. i'm
1: i'm the the things that they're planning seem interesting and yeah. if they pull them off it'll be fucking great we'll just have to wait and see um yep but yeah i mean even if even if like the uh um what the fuck's it called arena even if that doesn't uh you know doesn't end up coming out soon or even if it's not great i mean even just having like a scav boss in factory you know with a factory expansion would would probably satiate me a little bit you know hundred uh, percent as Dude. long as it doesn't spawn like two percent of the time because i could then i could just farm factory and, yeah you know but then i i suppose then maybe all the all the sweaty dudes that go to labs that are all like potentially sketchy and or cheaters or they're just like epic gamer, you know, whatever. Maybe they'll all go factory and then I'll start losing all my fights in factory like I do on labs. And then maybe...
0: You can go I'll labs. just realize
1: I'm bad. And then I'll start speed
0: running like... It's uh, the Spongebob. <laughs> that bikini bottom. Um, it, Dude, it's crazy how much that they feel confident they can get out this year. And that tells me that, you know, they've either hired a ton of new people and are really in a good spot or they have not learned from, <laughs> from, any, from any of their previous mistakes. But like, I mean, thinking about Factory Expansion and Scav Boss, Lighthouse, Arena, and Streets. In the past seven days, Nikita has said that they think they can get all that out in the year that we're in, which is now 25% over. If they get out
1: 10% of that and fix the net code, it'll be the greatest fucking year of Tarkov. I completely agree. If they get get out all of it and don't fix the net code, it's a giant fucking waste.
0: I also agree. So, yeah. I also agree. I I wait with bated breath. Yeah. It it's kind of nice though. If 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 Unity twenty nineteen is coming in twelve point ten point something, then that is basically the next thing we have to look forward to. You know what I mean? Between here and twelve eleven and every all the other cool stuff is happening, twelve eleven and beyond. So we'll see, man. I don't know. Like it's it could be it could be everything we want and more. But it also could be a giant letdown. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so that, I mean, that's kind of everything. That's, that's all that's going on in the Tarkov land. As far as new stuff coming, that was a pretty nice little info dump. A lot of stuff to be excited about. Steam audio coming back has been fun. I had, I had a lot of fun playing the game the past two nights with 12.10. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's just kind of, let's just kind of where we, where we are, I guess.
1: Yeah. I think I'm probably going to be. Going back and forth between SM64 and Tarkov yeah. for a little bit, and it's just maybe maybe we'll have to, depending on what happens over the next week, we'll have to chat a little bit about uh, some of the shit that I've discovered. Going from not speedrunning anything to then speedrunning Ocarina of Time, hitting my goal, to then now speedrunning Super Mario 64. It's like a, I just feel like I've I've seen into a world through two different, completely different uh-huh. perspectives they're so different and they're so good in like their own ways. And I'm, I'm so fucking addicted. Oh yeah. my God, dude. Yeah. And, and to... honestly, like I know, I know so many people just don't care cause it's like a baby game from like 20 years before they were born and whatever. Yeah. Sure. Fine. Uh, but there's just something so fucking enjoyable and satisfying about, about playing this game SM64 <laughs> all over again because yeah. I hated, I hated it. The first couple weeks that i did it and then all of a sudden something clicked and it was like oh where all of a sudden i i I suddenly occurred to me that the movement in the camera are not janky and shitty i'm janky and shitty and then (laughs) once i understood that then i you know turned it around and uh it's so fucking rewarding and I'm, and I'm actually having fun. I don't care that I have a fraction of the viewership. I don't. I'm just I'm actually fucking enjoying. Playing That's a sick.
0: Game. That's so. sick. Bro, you need to talk to Aqua. He speed runs that all the time.
1: Oh, we've been talking. Yeah. I'm going to help him learn. Um, I'm going to help him learn OOT because he hasn't run it before. And then he was going to help me learn SM64. But I think I've already because I jumped in over the last three weeks and yeah. i playing it. He couldn't like teach me the route. Yeah. He could, I'm sure, give me plenty of tips and stuff. Uh, he's been going for sub 20. That's like been his goal. He almost made it the other day. Really? My, my goal, my end goal was sub 25, like it was for Ocarina of Time, but I'm three weeks in and my, my best time is like 25, uh, like 11 or 25, oh, 30 or really? something. Oh, really? And I think I'm going to get sub 25 today. And if that's the case, then I'm going to set my goal to sub
0: 20. Dude. And then from there, it's a race. I was about to say, and then from there, it's a race. Yeah, I, I I had him on the other day, and he was, like, trying to go for his PB in 64, and I was like, yo, I wonder if him and Veritas have been talking. That's cool.
1: Yeah, we'll see. That's cool.
0: So, yeah, man, I mean, that stuff is that stuff's super interesting. It's cool that, that you're enjoying it, like, both from a content creation perspective of, like, making the videos, but also just logging on at night firing up the stream and having fun playing a game you know what i mean like yeah and the
1: community is so chill and everybody's fucking supportive it's just different than the fps community for sure Um, yeah what do you mean fantastic (laughs) for sure and it always was fantastic except it blew up and got a lot more popular so then it was like the venn diagram of fantastic and shitty people Shitty people grew, and you know the core of the Tarkov community is still fucking awesome, right? Yeah. 100%. But there's just a lot more rando children, douchebags, uh, <laughs> and now there's actually like there there wasn't really much toxicity back when I started two or three years ago. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's a good time.
0: It's good time. <laughs> well, that's sick, man. Um, I think that's everything I had. Any other random things? About cool. Negative. Negative. Well, yeah. A lot of cool stuff happening in Escape from Tarkov. Um, thank you guys for for hanging with us. This is a weekly show. We do it every Thursday. Uh, it'll be the video will be on our YouTube channel. Please subscribe. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe uh, to the YouTube please channel. Please subscribe. Uh early next week, and then the audio will be on like Spotify, Anchor, all those places next week as well. Um, yeah. Well, we're already talking about having some guests come. We, I, uh, I was talking to a few people that were interested from the Tarkov community. We're talking about having, was it Big Cheese? Cheese? Just Cheese. Just Cheese. Okay. Just Cheese. OG, uh, OG Cheese. OG Cheese. We're talking about having and Cheese on, who's a legend in the Super Mario 64 speedrunning, right? Yeah. Um. So that'll be exciting. So yeah, thanks for sticking with us. Thank you guys for supporting this. The podcast has been super fun. And until next time, we'll see you next week. Peace. Pew, 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 pew. Bitches. <laughs>